Hello, Hubsters. I am Jesse Brockle, joined by the amazing Ashley Geist, and this is the Hub Chat Room, a space created to explore the brain, belly, and body with connection in mind. The labels that we use in the mental health field are not always inclusive. You are often either healthy or disordered. What the heck happens to the rest of us who fall inside of that stigma sandwich? We get lost, and I say, no more. Our lives are not black and white, so why are we judging ourselves against a standard that almost always fails to honor our experiences? Welcome to a space dedicated to learning and growth, a soft place to land, and a sturdy place to climb. Let's freaking chat. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are, are you, you ready to dive right into self-care and taking care of yourself through seasons of change? I would love to dive into self-care, Woo-hoo! but I'm confused about what it is. I'm playing a little bit of a role. Yeah. Here. I'm a I little bit that. not confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, we were just talking about self-care. Um, it can be super challenging. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about how to do it in seasons of life that are maybe in a little bit more upheaval. That could be natural change, like back to school and when the schedule is all up in the air and kind of challenging. Yes, you're kind of back into routine, but also it's new routine, new grades, new activities, new things like that. I work with college students a lot. They are in a whole new season, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on what year they are, what their activities, people in general, even if you don't relate to either of those groups, change happens all the time. Sometimes change is something we initiate, we sign up for. Sometimes it's not. And regardless of what that change looks like, self-care is really, really important for all the people all the time. But I think especially in a season of change, I think a season of change makes it extra difficult Mm -hmm. to stick to. And so we're going to define what the heck is self-care? How do we do it? How do we keep it going when life is just one thing after another really difficult? So let's get started. Why this? Why now? Why are we starting with this topic? Well... It is important, and we we don't spend a lot of time talking about um, caring for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, we spend a lot of energy and a lot of investment in caring for others. Absolutely, um, it's it's a part of our identity. Sometimes being that caregiver piece, and we're taught to make sure people around us are okay, mm-hmm. to attend to others' needs, um, but we aren't taught that. In addition to caring for others, it's really important to care for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot about, you know, our ability to really consistently care for others if we're not taking good care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, after time, we are going to have a more difficult time um, extending that energy if our bodies are not filled with um with the care and the kindness and the love that, that it deserves. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's why now. Um, and especially there's lots of things happening in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some changes you are going through? Any change in your life right now? <laughs> <laughs> lots of change, always change. Right. Um, change is constant. Too. Yes, it really is. So, you know, one of the big um, transitions in our life is always school. Mm-hmm. Um, getting kids back into the school routine, um, that's always been really awesome, but really, um, really hard mm-hmm. getting everybody back into a routine, getting myself into back into a routine. And 
you know, I have, I have quite a few kiddos at home. And so schedules ramp up. Um, everybody has different needs and, and, and it's hard not to put yourself on the back burner to make sure that everybody else gets to where they need to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge one is just, Absolutely. just getting your kids back into the school routine. Mm-hmm. Um, we got several kiddos of ours in college, um, that transition. And I know you, you teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so talk to me about the transition of yeah. going back into the school year this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like for me personally, transitioning into the school year feels better than last school year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. I feel like last year was tough. Yeah. Last year was rough. And I feel like I spent a lot of the summer recovering quite honestly mm-hmm. from that, that crazy rough up and down back and forth year of being sick and then, you know, recovering from that and expectations and who's, you know, what are we doing? It was just a lot of craziness. And so it was really good to have the summer to, to, decompress and to feel the feelings mm-hmm. that I hadn't felt maybe. <laughs> so doing that and then setting myself up this year to go, okay, it's a new year. It's a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And that is exciting. And yet I think personally as a teacher, I feel pressure to say, how am I going to bring um, all the things that I feel these st- students need for me to this classroom in this space and the learning is their responsibility, but it's my responsibility to create the environment, make sure the content is presented in what I feel is the most accessible way for all the learners. And that's both exciting, but it's a challenge as mm-hmm. well. And so I think sometimes on the front end, when you're looking on a semester calendar from now to the mid-December, <laughs> it, is, it is both like, yay, it's a new season. And yet it's like, oh my gosh, that's a lot. A lot is going to happen from now until December. And so you're thinking out, but yet you're trying to live for today. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. So same, um, changing up my own schedule. And I think on a really practical level, when does the grocery shopping happen? When do the house chores happen? When do I hang out and have some fun socially, you know, renegotiating kind of all those things and Mm -hmm. self-care planning that in. I'm a big planner because you have to be, if it's going to get in there, you you know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you say what is the role of self-care during a time of change? I think it, it's so difficult because it's the time in life. So I had this poster in college, which I loved. It was a waterfall. I'm like, oh, it's a waterfall. It's green. It's nature. I hang it on my closet door. And it said the time to take a break is when you have no time to take a break. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so beautiful. Well, fast forward a few weeks. I'm like, I hate you, poster. <laughs> But I don't like the word hate, but I was like resentful at this poster, you know, I'm like, ah. um, and yet it was one of the best purchases I made because it, yeah. it was very beautiful. And it reminded me, um, kind of a little, you know, reality check, the time to take a break is when you think you don't have time to take a break. Right. Easier said than done. Right. So that's kind of where we're going today. How do we do that? When life is so pressing, how do we carve out just those, those little pockets mm-hmm. For our own wellness. It's that airplane idea. And I know this one is, you know, hashed out a lot, but we have to put your oxygen mask on first or else you're done, right? We, we need to do that for ourselves first. To start us off, I think it's important to kind of talk about what are some of the signs mm. or symptoms <laughs> that, that may give us that heads up, that, right. that taking care of ourselves is being neglected. Yeah. Um, you know, we know that our bodies have built-in systems to 
filter outside variables and outside sensory things. Mm -hmm. um, we also know it has a system to try to regulate um, things as they are happening. And it's necessary for our bodies to be able to replenish at certain times to be able to keep those resources at a level to where they can activate when needed. Yes. Um, so some of the things that, that I notice um, in myself and in people that I work with are we can really tell when those resources are being depleted, mm -hmm. when we see irritability, mm -hmm. um, increased emotion, yeah. Um, in reaction to things that may not have been a big deal. Right. Uh, like once time. I dropped some cheese by the fridge <laughs> and I cried about it a little bit and I'm yeah. standing there going, drop cheese mm -hmm. is not a crying activity. Yeah. What else is going on? Yeah. Red right? flag. Yeah. How, that... <laughs> how depleted? How depleted? Now, to be fair, it could have been the last slice that was going in the lunch sandwich, but still probably not tear appropriate, like mm -hmm. some annoyance, but... Mm -hmm what is going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the edginess, and I think that's a, a good example. That's why I share that the over emotion, emotions, not a bad thing, but right. are we crying about cheese? Okay. Yeah. We're, we're not in a great space. Um, what else do you see? For me, it gets really physical. It's yes. tight muscles, mm -hmm. um, stomach turning, you know, things like that. What do you mm -hmm. see? What do you experience? Lack of motivation. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, not wanting to engage in things that yeah. you normally would have taken pleasure in. Right. Um, you know, increased anxiety and just worries about things that have happened in the past, things that may happen in the future. Right. And so those are, are little triggers, little kind of uh, signs that our bodies are not replenishing our resources in a way mm -hmm. um, that makes us successful in being able to regulate um, when tough things happen. Mm -hmm. And we know that life is filled with tough things, um, especially this past year. Um, you know, our world has been wonky. Mm -hmm. There has been so many changes mm -hmm. to, to just the way we live, right. um, to health and wellness, mm -hmm. um, to just a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And so those resources and self-care really is the act of replenishing our resources mm -hmm to get our bodies back into balance and ability to regulate in an effective way. I love that. And as we know, too, I say this in the um, classes I teach. I teach psychology classes and health and wellness at the collegiate level. And I like to say the physical is psychological and the psychological is physical. Mm -hmm. And the two are so deeply intertwined. And sometimes it takes some guesswork and some checking and some testing and several different clinicians to find the root of what is going on. And what I mean by that is we can have psychological things going on that then kick off a set of physiological symptoms happening in the body, what are vice some versa. The other, the, the opposite of that can happen too, which that's probably a conversation for a different day, but <laughs> we can have, you know, um, problems with our stomach GI concerns can then kick off anxiety and depression. So it's kind of this, I picture like an infinity symbol or a figure eight on its side, like which way is it flowing? Which way is it coming from? It's, um, it can be really tough. And I think we can talk about that on a clinical level for here for wholehearted. We're talking about it on a little bit lighter, um, non-diagnostic, non-clinical level, but it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Let's dive into what is self-care? Because I think that has become such a, a strange conversation lately. It's become a buzzword. I feel like you didn't hear it 
years ago, unless right. you went to counseling, unless you were working with a mental health <laughs> professional, then you're like, self-care, what does this tell me about it, right? And now, the last chunk of year, I don't know, help me out, 10 years, 10, mm-hmm. 15, yeah. I feel like there's been a shift, yeah. kind of, which I think is both good, but also it's swung really commercial. Like, you need this to have self-care, which there's nothing wrong with buying something for self-care. I love a good fuzzy pair of slippers or, a, you know, a hand lotion. That's a beautiful thing. But I think we get stuck in the trap of, oh, I'm going to go buy this, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have the self-care, mm-hmm. which is not how it works. We know that we have to put on the slippers for them to right. work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's look at a couple of things. What is self-care? One thing I have on my list makes us feel good in those key mm-hmm. areas, body, mind, spirit. It's not just one thing. Um, it's something that we don't have to recover from, something that we're not going to, you know, it's going to set our health back or we have to have a recovery period. No, it should just be something that is nurturing and filling us up. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's healthy in nature, and that can be a lot, look a lot of different ways. A walk is healthy, right? Laughing until your stomach hurts with a wonderful friend. That's a good thing. Uh, Baking a cake and making homemade frosting, if that's your thing, that's a great thing. You know, any of those things. Playing with a pet, I think that's a beautiful one. Something that brings peace and relief. Mm -hmm. That's self-care to me. That is my own little personal definition. Peace, relief, it's adding to my wellness. I think it can be restful, but it can be movement. It can be riding our bike as fast as we can in the wind or something that's just like... Yes, it's replenishing us. What is it to you? How do you define it? You know, I think that when I think of self-care, I think of something very active, like an action-orientated yeah. thing. It's not a passive thing. Okay. Um, so I don't know if if we can just, like, exist and recoup our resources. I think it. it's, it's a decision that we make mm. to do something that cares for ourselves. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talk about – Things that bring you peace, um, joy, um, really kind of focusing on kind of that healing piece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, uh, the best thing that I can do for myself for self-care, especially if I'm feeling overwhelmed, is a hot shower. Oh, yeah. um, and, and my senses are, are a big piece of mm-hmm. what I try to tap into. So mm-hmm. using um, smells. Yes. Um, and just trying to... Um, aromatherapy. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Let go, let go of the day. Focus yeah. on myself. But it is a very intentional thing. It's mm-hmm. it's it's deciding that I'm going to take this time. Yeah. I'm going to invest in myself. Yeah. And so that I can continue to do the things that I want to do. Yeah. For sure. I love that. I was listening to a podcast with a glass of water on the deck one day. And to me, that's like awesome. I get to hang out with my plants and listen and be nourished. But you know what? I was laying there and I was thinking, is this enough? Should I be making a list? Is this enough? Am I doing enough? That little productivity part crept in that Mm. is this okay that I lay here, that I just lay here and listen to a podcast? Well, I decided that yes, it is okay. Yes, but (laughs) thank you. (laughs) But there, there is that little piece of us. I think sometimes that's um, a productivity piece. Sometimes I think that could swing to: Am I doing enough for self care? Is this enough? Speak to that. What are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when when people hear me say it's it's active, it's an action. Mm -hmm. um, It can absolutely swing the other way. You know, I think it looks very different for different people. But identifying and knowing that. 
that's where your head goes is, gosh, I'm not doing something unless I'm productive Mm -hmm. means that in your self-care, you probably need to create space and experiences that go against that that pull. (laughs) You know, we talked in other episodes about discomfort, you know, being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That means we're stretching ourselves. We're growing. And self-care should feel good, but it should also really have this introspective and awareness piece Mm -hmm. because you don't want to do something just to do it. Right. Especially if that's not serving you. Right. Like if, if I'll just use an example, like I think for some people, self-care is very active. Like you said, it, mm-hmm. it's intentional. But I think for some people, are like, I'm going to hike, and then I'm going to take some photographs, and I'm going to do this. To some people, that is self-care. And it's like the mm-hmm. best day, and they're totally nourished. Let's talk about kind of that introvert-extrovert idea, right? Someone goes to a, a big party, and they're an extrovert, and they're like, yeah, they just feel like filled up and amazing. You take the introvert to that same party and they're going to crash and burn and they need three days to recover. Yeah, you know, or, <laughs> um, I am a very, I do love peaceful practices. So restorative yoga. Oh, I just love that. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. It's long held poses, quiet, mindful. That's not everyone's jam. For a mover, I think that would be good for that. You know, like mental exercise, but also probably not super restorative. Right. When it goes back to um, what so you so said. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. It's so personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what you said about having to recover. Mm. If your self-care creates right. the, the need to recover, <laughs> probably not doing what we're wanting it to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, we've kind of defined what it is for us. What is it not? So mm. I, we're, we've started that, right? Mm-hmm. If you have to recover from it, probably that's not self-care. What else is it not, do you think? I know that 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 it is that self care is often tied to material things. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, you had touched on this before. You know that those fuzzy slippers, that, that right. smelly lotion, and and I think a lot of times we do feel that self care is reward. I'm yeah. going to go buy this new thing. I'm going to yeah. reward myself by you know going out and, and having some drinks, or yeah. you know, and, and it becomes more of a reward instead of the idea of caring for yourself and celebrating. Those are two very different things I feel like. So self-care isn't something that can be bought. It has to be manifested. It has to be something that you take time to do. That doesn't mean it can't be involved, the purchasing of things. Right. But if your favorite hobby is like fishing, right, that fishing pole might be a piece of that journey yes, yeah there's yes. nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but I think that I think the trap comes in when we buy a fishing pole to get in the closet and <laughs> absolutely <laughs> don't or, be don't do the intentional yes part. yes and and I think also this is where it can get kind of fuzzy is sometimes when we don't feel good when we have anxiety when we're not feeling our best when we're feeling overwhelmed we go out and we seek something to replace that mm-hmm. icky feeling or avoid that icky feeling. Yeah. That is a sign that it is not self-care. <laughs> I love that. I <laughs> Avoidance love that. Yep. and filling mm-hmm. that and that space of discomfort, not self-care. Yep. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, we go out and we, we want something shiny and new to make yes. us feel better. And it, that, that would not qualify. That would be a different kind of, you know, getting your needs met or, mm-hmm. you know, working through things. Yes. 
what I wrote down as you said that self-care as reward versus self-care as a practice that nurtures Mm -hmm. and what a flip right that's kind Mm -hmm. of that might be a little bit of a mind shift I know when you said that I'm like oh that's a little bit of a mind shift for me Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a reward or a blue ribbon it's like no it's like drinking water every day and showering what is that little thing that you can just tuck into your life Mm -hmm. to alleviate stress to add to our joy that's so cool I had put down, what is it not to me? If it's something that takes us farther from rest, joy, Mm. energy, Mm -hmm. if we're moving away from that (laughs) instead of closer to it, um, gosh, I don't think that's self-care anymore. I love what you said about the the chasing of something else, you know, the buying a shiny something. Well, we're chasing dopamine if we went again. Exactly. (laughs) We're we're getting a neurotransmitter. We're getting that need met in a different way, but that's not necessarily the the most healthy way that we could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do we engage in that self care when life is off the rails? Mm. And that's the hard when when it's the hardest. Mm-hmm. It really is when we need it the most, probably, right? As well, yeah. I love that you use the word practice because pra- that word practice reminds me that it's something that is evolving. Mm, that it's something that is consistent. And so I think that the key is to develop a self-care regimen to identify what are the things that kind of fill you up Mm -hmm. and, and create, you know, a a place in your body where your resources are at their peak. Um, So what, what is the self-care that speaks to you? And then figuring out what is, a good regimen for me mm-hmm. in comparison to how fast my resources deplete. Ooh, I like that. And then you can really go at it with this roadmap. One of the things that's really, really difficult is if you never do self-care and your life blows up, you know, you had said <laughs> when your life is a dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's real bad. That we, got, is, we got a problem. That is the time we need it the most, but... That is the hardest time to create self-care regimens. So what I hear you saying is (laughs) if it is a habit we have established or a practice that we partake in, Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier. Absolutely. It's like a little little life raft Mm -hmm. that we have stowed away. We can break the glass. (laughs) And it's easier for us to do those things, even if they've shifted. You know, I'm thinking of... A sad example when someone goes into the hospital and how that changes things for caregivers and family members and uh, life is upside down, life is in in flux and upheaval. What are the things that they're going to do? You know, are they going to eat a healthy meal? Are they going to, you know, what are they going to do to just hang on to what they need to hang on to in that moment? So let's kind of look at how do we create that practice? How do we, I think two things, how do we create the practice Maybe when we're just going along, but also how do we prioritize it when things get tough too? So one thing I have down, prioritize the time in advance. And I know I love to do that through some appointments. Now for myself, that's scheduling some um, some times to move, some social occasions, maybe something like a massage, something Mm -hmm. really nice to look forward to. Putting that in the schedule because we know that if we don't have that blocked off, it's just going to fill with whatever's coming at Absolutely. Us. What do you do? What do you prioritize? What do you schedule? Or do you do that? Absolutely. So scheduling in self-care is a necessity. Um, you just, you, you have to do it or else it just becomes something that's on the, the back burner mm-hmm. and it just doesn't get done. Everything else comes before it. Yeah. You know, and 
you have to have some pretty firm boundaries. If you are going to create a practice of self-care that's going to, to be effective. And so absolutely prioritizing, you know, getting your schedule out even a month in advance mm-hmm. and saying, okay, Tuesday nights, I am going to do this. Yes, I love um, that. Sunday mornings, like yep. this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And self-care doesn't mean that you have to be by yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. You don't have to Make like. Make it social. Husband, that's who you are. Boyfriend, children. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to go care for myself, but yes. I will be back later. No, it can, it can be, yeah. but it also can be spending time with people who do give you that positive, yes. you know, reinforcement that really make you laugh or that you just, that you yeah. love spending time with. I'm so picturing like a movie too. night, like a family yes. movie night, or let's have a barbecue and all get together, mm-hmm. like being around those good people mm-hmm. um, that just fill you up with love and all the goodness. Absolutely. Right? Oh, that makes, Absolutely. makes me happy just saying it. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. One of my favorite things, and I tell people this and they're like, shut the front door. That sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> is, is when... When we, when I am at home and all my kids are home, mm-hmm. and we have this island in our kitchen, okay. and I am on one side of the island, and the yes. kids are all lined up on the <laughs> other side of the island, and we we cook a meal together. Yeah. And honestly, if if you were to observe this thing happening, <laughs> you would be like, why would you ever want to do this? It is chaotic <laughs> and loud and crazy, but yes. I feel my best when I am connecting Mm -hmm. with the people that I love the most. And so we will have food fights. We will put music on. We will have dance parties. We will share tasks of creating this meal together. And then we get to sit down and we get to enjoy it. And Mm -hmm. it is utter chaos. But that is the moments that I feel like allow me to be my best for my clients and for my husband and for myself. It sounds like it fills you up. It does. Like you're taking in all that joy it does. and just loving Absolutely. it in the moment. I think that's such a beautiful example of um, that socialness. Also on my list, combine things when it works out, right? Yes. You can make a delicious meal that you can just lean into with all the senses and taste and smell and enjoy whilst having fun with those people you love. I think that's such a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, My friends and I in college would have little study gatherings, and we had different majors, a lot of us, but it didn't matter. We were just studying our own thing. It was just the beauty of being together in a space. Mm -hmm. And we would just sit around in a living room and just, you know, laugh and talk once in a while, but then dive back into what we needed to do. Uh, It was just great. Or shopping, a little grocery shopping together. Mm -hmm. We'd all bring our list and just grab a cart, and here we go. And I think... Now thinking back on it, that was such a great way to combine seeing the people I loved and cared about and getting something done mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. And not that we have to be doing that, but I was shopping for my foods. I was with someone I cared about. I was getting a task done. I was getting some homework completed with someone I cared about. So mm-hmm. that's so fun to make it social. Absolutely. So Ash, you mm-hmm. talked about having this this practice and mm-hmm. we talked about kind of having this preventative aspect. Right. But what happens when life throws you a curveball oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and we can't plan for it? We, right. we can't plan that self-care in. Yeah. Then what? I have a phrase I like to use, and it is, what are my parachute things? And I envision myself, which I'm scared of heights, so I'd probably never really do this. But I envision myself <laughs> like falling from a great distance and being like, I pull the ripcord. What are my like ripcord parachute things? 
that I can do mm-hmm. when things go awry. And so a couple things, mini self-care and being ready to capitalize on a moment. Mm-hmm. So let's say there's a cancellation or something in my day. Can I grab some meditation time right there with an app, a free app on my phone? Can I put on sneakers and go for a walk? Do I have a little exercise band that I can just like do a little back exercise or something? You know, what are some ways that this can be sprinkled? And I think sprinkling in tiny increments is so important. Mm -hmm. Can we smell an essential oil? We smelled it. There we go, right? It's just a little bit, a couple breaths of air, a little breathing exercise. So having some of those small tools around me to engage like that and then thinking of some mini things, music. Music is a good one. Music in the shower, music while I get ready for the day and make my smoothie. Um, I just hit play on a playlist. And for me, that's self-care. To my car ride, music instead of news, something like that is just like a little bit of, okay, that felt good. That was nurturing to the spirit. The next best thing. I think that's a big deal. Let's say (laughs) a a curveball has happened. Life got wacky. A few days have gone by. I will ask myself, where's the next kind of oasis Mm -hmm. in the schedule? What absolutely doesn't have to happen? And that's hard when we care for people, when we mm-hmm. uh, work as helping professionals and we work as teachers. I think that's really tough, but pu- literally pulling out that schedule and going, where is a pocket, right? A small pocket. doesn't have to be the biggest pocket, 15 minutes, 20, 30, an hour. Where is it? And then how do I get to that? How do I get to that? And I think for me, a lot of it too is coming back to basic wellness practices. Is my body hydrated? Put on some jammies, go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just those really basic. I would say they're like the unsexy things. You yes. know, they're not super fun to talk about. or super flashy, but darn it, they're they're important. Mm-hmm. Um, eating a food which once grew on the earth—that's a simple way. I like to simplify some mm-hmm. eating and just go. Okay, this is last time we had a really good fruit and veggie based meal. Um, some healthy protein, whatever that looks like. And everyone's diet looks different and needs look different, but just really coming back to those basic things. Um, and for me, that's quiet, calm, and time alone. I'm a time alone recharger. Yes. I am the the evacuate the party. And I, it's funny because I enjoy being social in connection. And then I skip away and go be alone. <laughs> and that's a reset button. So for me, find, carving out that alone time. You know, so during this mini session, we've kind mm-hmm. of talked about, like, what is self-care? Why is it necessary? Mm-hmm. We've also kind of pinpointed what are good methods of self-care. Yeah. How often do you have to do self-care? Oh, my gosh. That's a great <laughs> question. I think different people are going to give you different answers. I'm going to say every day. And that might be like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm not talking about, like, spa day every day. But I'm talking about how do we enjoy that shower with a little, you know, maybe a little aromatherapy in our our pump up music for the day. We eat some breakfast. We do maybe something that's on our to-do, put something in the mail, right? The other day I had to get something to the post office. I'm going to do that. I'm going to check it off. And it is not a, like a spa day, but it feels good to have that off my list. I'm like, Ooh, I did something. So I think sprinkle, I'm a big sprinkler. Again, it doesn't have to be stuff that takes the most time. Watch a 20 minute episode of a funny show and laugh before bed I think something like that is just I think sometimes we think really big with self-care and I love a good massage I love a good vacation those are beautiful things but I think to sustain ourselves, I think we have to be sprinkling in the small things mm-hmm. 
the cup of coffee, just a little favorite creamer. Oh my gosh, what a treat. Like that is just like a little something to enjoy in the afternoon or little things. What do you think? I'm curious to know. <laughs> what, how often do you think we need to practice? Oh, I, I agree with you. I think every single day, um, even in those small movements of, you know, do you have a cup of coffee in the morning? Do you, you know spend time in the shower kind of regrouping and clearing your head. Reading. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, I love, love reading. Reading. <laughs> reading. Oh. And it doesn't have to be a ton of reading. It can be a, a few pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a lot. If it's a chapter, that's a great day. But so I think a couple things that I want to highlight before we wrap up that you said and I thought it was so good. Have a list of things you can go to. I'm a big fan of that. Make a list and think wide. <laughs> think broad and wide. Things I can do outside. Things I can do inside. I think seasonal is really fun. Do you ice skate? Do you um, fish in the summertime? Do you go to the beach? You know, what's your thing? Seasonal. Time of day. Um, little things you can sprinkle. Things that are maybe a little bit more big ticket, but what are those small things as well? Mm-hmm. Those are super important. And that's, I think, a thing that's important for all of us to do that I would encourage everyone to sit with. What fills your cup? Mm-hmm. Is it scrapbooking? Is it a big meal around the table with your closest friends or family members? Is it listening to, um, you know, a content creator that just really fills you up? That's a big thing. I like to put on a podcast. Mm-hmm. A little self-promotion here as well. Yeah, but <laughs> I do. It's good, good things. Good things. Well, in, adi- in addition to identifying, you know, what kinds of things are act to self-care for you is identifying when are the times in your life that you are going to need it the most. Um, Are you anticipating something coming up that's going to be really difficult? If it is a change in season that you know is going to be difficult, Mm -hmm. how can you adjust that self-care to be able to better fill yourself, fill your cup to make you able to get through that a little bit better? I love that. Especially in the Midwest, winter is hard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Last year, I would get a HelloFresh box here and there. And for me, it was like, it felt like taking a cooking class. It was like some new recipes. You know, it's just, I don't know. For me, cooking, I think, makes winter a little bit more fun Mm -hmm. to say, let's try a new soup or something. Ways to to lean into those things instead Mm -hmm. of lean out. Love it. Okay. So with that, anything else? A note. I think we're good. Hubsters, I want to challenge you to create a list of Mm self-care for yourself create a roadmap so that you can prioritize your needs so that you can show up in your life the way you would like. Have a good day.